There's a cold silence that we don't dare speak. There's a wall between us and a river so deep. We keep pretending that there's nothing wrong. There's a cold of silence and it can't go on. Hi folks, I'm Alan Watt and this is Cutting Through the Matrix on the 29th of August 2013. I always advise newcomers to make good use of the website CuttingThroughTheMatrix.com where you'll find years actually of of, uh, articles which I've read over the air and explained to the people and broken it down for them basically what's happening. Uh, As you go through this big uh, uh, slide you might say, uh, it's almost like a slide down a chute into an abyss the way it's all going today because the world is planned by groups, private groups, private organizations uh, which uh, set up a hundred years ago and set up themselves to basically bypass anything to do with democracy. They they still use the term democracy to con the public and it's not hard to do at all but in, in reality they had no intentions of ever giving real democracy to the general populations. And so they they were to be the richest guys on the planet at the time, based in London, England, in the city of London, the big bankers, international bankers, and the aristocracy of Britain too, and they're interbred with them completely, actually. And uh, and they decided to, to form foundations, a parallel government, to call themselves, even today, that's the term they use. And Maggie Thatcher even referred to it when she left politics. She said that she would now belong to the parallel government, and she said, we can get things done because we're not responsible to the people because we're not elected anymore. But they know all the leaders across the world and all the top bureaucrats and so on. And that's how it's been for a 100 years. And they have a big agenda for the whole planet, a global agenda. They're also into eugenics. They do, they do believe that in the, in the class system, and they use all the classes, by the way, even to, to support them sometimes. But the fact is they want to eliminate gradually and maybe even quicker than that. Um, the lower classes, which they claim are obsolete. They, they knew this in the 1800s, they talked about this, this time would come where uh, through technology and science, uh, the lower classes would be obsolete. Uh, they'd never get any higher than they were already. They were the junk genes, you might say. And all the ones who had risen to the top, the, the highest uh, in evolution, were already in position. Therefore, uh, they would run the world. And it's been like that forever since. So help yourself to the, to the audios there. Remember, too, there's also transcripts for, in English and all the sites listed at cuttingthroughthematrix.com. And you can print up, up those. If you go into Alan Watts Sentin- Sentinel, you can get transcripts printed up in other languages. And you can take your choice from the ones offered there. Remember, too, you bring me to you. I don't go out to sell masses of products or so on. I just uh, try to keep honest and do what I do here. The only reason I came out in the first place was simply because it was time to let the public know what was really, really going on. And I kind of changed the way the whole Patriot movement was going at the time because none of them knew that there was a global agenda on the way or the histories behind it and so on. And it's good to see that others have caught on to it now and, and are helping to, to push it, push the, the message forward to what's really, really going on in the world. 
So if you buy the books and discs at cuttingthroughmetries.com, that's all there is. And mind you too, it'll give you a good education because the art of conology, conning the public through thousands of years, masses of people in countries and so on, is an old, old art indeed, an old science. Today it's much more perfected. Uh, with uh, using our tax money, they've hired uh, thousands of people in academia and all the sciences who work on the mines, basically, and they're constantly doing polls and studies on us all, and they really understand pretty well accurately how we all tick today. It's easy to control masses of people. Very few folk question their indoctrinations. They don't even know they're being indoctrinated, in fact. And uh, and it's a perfect science today. So I explain all this, too, uh, from the ancient times to the present. So you can help support me by buying the books and discs at CuttingThroughTheMatrix.com. Remember, too, from the USD Canada, you can still use personal checks and you can still use international postal money orders from your post office to order. Or you can send cash or use PayPal. And across the world, Western Union MoneyGram and PayPal is acceptable. Remember, straight donations are awfully welcome because, as we all know, our currencies are dropping like stones with purchasing power. And it's called inflation as the currencies are devalued across the world right now, getting you all ready for austerity. And nothing happens on a large scale. I keep saying this because it's so true. Uh, nothing happens on a large scale, whether it's wars or anything else, or bank crashes in unison, uh, without years of preparation for all to happen. doesn't happen any other way, folks. It really doesn't. And are those at the top control all of it, too, because they know where they want to take the entire planet. Remember, too, that uh, money itself is used as a form of warfare. It's been used many times down through history. You can collapse nations with it. You can starve them to death with it, too, with lack of it. And there's so many things you can do. So those who control the money control the entire, entire planet. It's been that for centuries and centuries, by the way. Uh, this, the money system is not there to serve the public. It never has been. Uh, the bankers always plunder the populations at least twice a century on a big scale. Sometimes a lot of smaller ones in between. And we never change the system because, you see, they, they run the world. They run your governments. They run the law systems. They're completely intertwined, in fact. So that's how the world really it happens to be. And, of course, we're getting geared up for the war, what's inevitable to come, because, as I say, the, the New American Century group had that listed way back in the 90s like on the countries that they wanted to be taken out. And uh, North Korea was even on it at that time too. But um, definitely they, they had Syria down after Iraq and uh, Libya and uh, and Afghanistan and so on and so on. And of course Iran is still to go. So we're, we also have outside forces and countries with, with special interests for themselves who also know how to use bigger countries too because we've got a lot of pool again through financial systems and so on. So it's, it's very complex in a sense. Uh, only because most folk won't look into it at all. Uh, once you start looking into it, you'll find it's not so complex as you actually thought. Things are very primitive in this world, very primitive. And uh, and wars and the use of money in wars to bring them on and, and for personal gain for the countries that win. It's not for the countries that win, it's for private individuals in those countries who win. These are the guys who get the oil fields, the diamonds, the gold, and so on. And if you go into the writings of Carl Quigley, who, who was uh, the archivist and historian for the Council on Foreign Relations, for instance, a private organization uh, who, that basically helps run the world, he said that. He says, we, he says we've been behind every war in the last, uh, in the whole of the 20th century. 
And it was telling the truth because it actually gives examples of how the wars were started and how the Royal Institute for International Affairs and Council of Foreign Relations had manipulated whole countries into going to war and all the trouble they went to to make it all happen. Nothing's different today. Nothing is different whatsoever today. Same groups running the world with a definite agenda. And, um, and the only reason it quickly came out he thought the public were either so dumbed down or, or, or whatever, but he thought they'd accept the fact that democracy didn't work and that private interests are actually running the world. He thought it was time to let the people know and that they would actually accept it. There's quite a story behind that in itself. But um, he went into the Boer War and how, and how the private group uh, uh, had, had actually gone into get a war started with the Boers and then cry uh, help to Britain that the Boers were attacking the English settlers. And of course, it was, it was opposite was true. But then the Britain sent in the troops. That's what always happens. The taxpayer pays for it all. And once they, they come in with the troops and they build the railroads and so on, then the private boys can have everything built for them for free. And they, they can then loot the countries of his gold and his diamonds and everything else too. So uh, this is how simple uh, the reasons for war really always happened to be. It was no different with Iraq uh, because we found out, and it was in the papers at the time, the mainstream papers, uh, that um, uh, the U.S. Air Force was to leave or to, or to destroy all the old refineries in Iraq because the taxpayers would build them brand new ones for the companies and corporations that took over. That's what really is really all about. That's what's really all about. But uh, all kinds of lies uh, go back and forth and back and forth by uh, interested parties, and thousands die, sometimes millions, uh, but it doesn't matter to the big boys. This is all worth it in the end, uh, for themselves, that is. Back with more after this. Hi folks, we're back cutting through the matrix and I mentioned many times before too that when wars are planned uh, way in advance, uh, facts don't count. There's no point really harping on about facts, facts, facts because it really doesn't matter when it comes down to planned wars, you see. And I think John Pelger said the same thing and various other people too. Facts don't count. It doesn't matter how much evidence you have of the collusion to get war started. Uh, the facts simply don't count at all. In fact, the propaganda is kept to, in, in a minimalistic form because if they get too complicated with the propaganda or the reasons, you can shoot so many holes through that it falls apart. So they keep it very simplistic to the point of absurdity, in fact. And that's how it's really always been. But I mentioned last night that... that uh, uh, about the, the, the previous attempt to use uh, and blame Syria for using gas on its own people. And it turned out to be, of course, the rebels that were using it. But it didn't, it didn't really matter at that time. And there, was, there, was, there was too much proof, mind you. But the same things happened again. And uh, if, if you notice, too, they're, they're, they're really not saying one way or another who, you, who caused the gas to be used. And trying to, they're trying to use a moral high ground and say, well, we can't stand by and allow this to happen. Well, tonight I'll put up an article to do with the fact that Britain, uh, the U.S., and Israel, too, have used chemical weapons. They've all used chemical weapons in the last 10 years, and not a, a beep was said about it anywhere. 
I'll put that article up tonight. In fact, if you remember Israel, when they, when they did the Gaza bombing, a fish in a barrel type thing, uh, you saw the aircraft uh, dropping phosphorus bombs and uh, and they were exploding above the people and phosphorus itself is a chemical weapon. It comes down and it burns right through you. That's, what, that's how it works, you see. It's a chemical weapon. But again, facts don't matter, does it, you see? Because you have incredibly big powers who have different agendas than the rest of the populations. And in fact, the populations can never really figure out the agendas. It's very simple again, though. But it's been used over and over again. Now, getting back to May, again, last May, this article came out from Reuters itself, from the United Nations inspectors who were out, out at the time within Syria. And uh, this particular one was called Del Ponte. From, from, she was an Italian who was uh, attached to the United Nations as one of the inspectors for chemical warfare. And it says, UN human rights investigators have gathered testimony from casualties of Syria's civil war and medical staff indicating that rebel forces have used the nerve agent sarin, one of the lead investigators said Sunday. The United Nations Independent Commission of Inquiry in Syria has not yet seen evidence of government forces having used chemical weapons, which are banned under international law. So it depends who is using them, says Commission member Carlo, Carla de, del Ponte. says our investigators have been in neighbouring countries interviewing victims, doctors and field hospitals. And according to the report last week, which I've seen, says there are strong concrete suspicions, but not yet incontroversial proof of the use of sarin gas from the way the victims were treated, Del Ponte said in an interview with Swiss Italian television. She said this was used in the part of the opposition, the rebels, not by the government authorities, she added, speaking in Italian. And it goes on and on. But as I say, facts don't matter, because you see, they had, they had uh, Syria listed back in the 90s uh, for taking, getting taken out, you see. It's rather simple. You're into geopolitics. Geopolitics works in, uh, sometimes in 50 years. Uh, plans 50, even 100 years down the road, things like that. But um, I've gone over different uh, documents to do with Kissinger and Brzezinski, for instance, the geopoliticians, and they literally have countries lined up like dominoes one after another, and some will be hit 10 years down the road, some of them 15, some 20. That's how it really works, you see. So facts don't matter. And when the big boys go to their planning boards and so on, and they'll come to their consensus, as they say, uh, they never change their plans. You, you'll never see them change their plans. So when the big foundations, for instance, give you their agenda for the future, you, you can actually take it to the bank, the, the bank that never goes bankrupt, because uh, they'll stick to it come hell or high water. But I put remember all the articles that I read too, I put up at cuttingthroughthematrix.com at the end of, of the night. Also, I was thinking about uh, the whole Western world, really, has gone through so many changes so quickly too, mainly from say the 1950s, speeding up in the 60s, through cultural revolutions. Cultural revolutions are very important because you don't see the blood and all the rest of it, but the fact is they're, they're, they're even more effective often than the wars because if folk who go through them don't know that their minds have been tampered with or they've adopted a behavior that was designed for them to adopt. And you had all the sexual revolution ones, and the free love, and so on, the flower power in the 60s, etc., etc. And all tied in again uh, with uh, communism, because communism is only one branch, one technique of bringing in an agenda that's very, very old. And the whole idea was to, to eliminate the family unit. 
all together uh, down the roads and have the state give all uh, instructions in new morality. Everything today is new. It's like the new freedom. You also have the new morality and things like that. The new morality is simply sanctioned by the state, not by the people or even the parent or parents or the children today who can't make head nor tails of why things are being pushed the way they're being pushed. You've had incredible reports coming out of the United Nations over the last 10 years, right down to having communal masturbation. They wanted to push it in the schoolrooms for the school children, things like that. And the whole idea behind it, of course, is the earlier you can get children involved in in uh, sexual activity, uh, the, the more you'll actually addict them at very pre-pubertal uh, age, actually, and they'll never they'll never uh, mate with anybody for life, and and that, so that's the end of the family unit. There's all good reasons for what is, what is done at the top. There's always reasons, remember, always. Isn't just some kinky people at the top with strange ideas. They have actual purposes in, in doing it. And then, I, of course, too, I don't watch television at all because television is weaponized and it's meant to alter the way that you think and the way that you behave. And um, again, since the sixties too, you, you know that Hollywood, for instance, went quiet during the the various investigations into Hollywood communism, pushing all this stuff. They went quiet for a while, but they came back out in the sixties and pushed the envelope and pushed the envelope to and, and TVs and, and with them too. It's all the same people that run it all, and and you find that you you get almost pornography on the stage now. Music television, of course, was intended to go that way, and now you've got a generation grown up that thinks that people simulating sex on stage is quite natural. Uh, that's quite something to, 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 to understand, the, the sudden change and how easy it was to do uh, uh, when the parents are not involved and where the stuff's all over television, apparently, and uh, the, the children, again, are emulating what they see and they become hypersexualized. Bertrand Russell, who was a big global planner, in fact, many of the things that are happening today and still t- to happen yet in the cultures were planned by him back in the 30s, 40s, and 50s, and the cohorts that he worked with, global institutions, uh, and and, uh, they were to change all the cultures in many, many many facets. It's already happening, as I've watched so much of it happen too, and lived through it as well. But the public are completely ignorant. They think that uh, everything is optional. I can watch this if I want to, or I can turn it off if I want to, and so on. But peer pressure, of course, uh, is amazing. Plus, when you target certain age groups, they don't have the sense to turn it off. You're targeting, so it's almost like someone who's ready to be a heroin addict and you're showing them the heroin. It's the same thing when you get young children where their hormones burst forth and they can't really control it. And then they're being told in, in a way that this is allowed on television, therefore it's all okay. And the other, the other day, of course, I, I thought, you know, that little um, foolish girl that's Miley Cyrus, I think her name is, is all over the papers. A great distraction from the coming war, of course. I'm sure it's intentional as well. But uh, she, she again pushed the envelope a little bit more. Uh, and I'm sure, I thought to myself, you know, there were more people uh, getting hits on, on, on all the servers looking at what she was doing on the stage than about the coming war with Syria and the thousands and thousands of people who are going to be wiped off the map. And that's a sad statement to do with society. You see, you're utterly controlled whether you like to understand it or even believe it or not, folks. Back with more after this. 
You're listening to the Republic Broadcasting Network. Because you can handle the truth. Hi folks, we're back cutting through the Matrix, talking about the system and everything in the system is always managed. Remember, Plato said the same thing, that all culture is is agreed at the top and pushed from the top down. Anything that starts at the, at the grassroots level is destroyed immediately by the leech because it might upset their plans for their cultural alterations. So whatever happens in society is, is, is granted from the top and actually dreamed up at the top as well for you all to follow. Uh, and it's quite amazing. This is a very, very old technique. And you, you find even biblical stuff about this too. Uh, and how uh, the people around Israel were always called pagans and so on and uh, had orgies, etc. But also they were, they were helped to get that way by certain peoples as well. Because it's easier to dominate them when they're dysfunctional. It's very, very easy to dominate people like that. So it's a technique, an ancient technique that's well understood right to the present time. And it was also used down through the Middle Ages in certain revolutions in Europe, across Europe and Bohemia and various other places. And many of those folk, in fact, eventually emigrated to the the early uh, Americas and formed their groups there too. And they've been there for an awful long time. So... It's never, people seem to, seem to think that they live in the present and they're given the present news all the time. They have no idea of the history behind it and the, and the massive movements behind all the things that are happening today. But you'll find too that, um, for instance, that, uh, following in with the last article I read to, or I talked about too, about that Miley Cyrus, who obviously was brought up in Hollywood. And I know people from Hollywood who are brought up the same way, by the way, women like that. And I'm not kidding you, you have no idea of how, what, <laughs> what things they were treated to uh, by the special handlers that run them in Hollywood. Uh, but anyway, he's an article that's almost an ad, you see. And most folk can't understand, they can't discern what ads are as opposed to, to or propaganda as, as, as opposed to simply news. Now, this says Las Vegas, it says, it turns out that even Sin City, which they call Sin City for a good reason, because anything you want, they've always said you can find in Las Vegas. They say some sins are hard to overlook. The Plaza Hotel Casino on the Las Vegas Strip is trying to evict a 10-month-old nightclub for shows. It says are so raunchy that they violate obscenity laws. It says actors, some nearly naked, toss condoms into the crowd and simulate sex acts and bestiality on stage. The club is seeking a restraining order to halt the closure, arguing that simulated sex acts don't constitute uh, obscenity. And the casino officials were well aware that of her brand, it says, is Sean Dunn, special events director of the act, in an, an email statement and so on. And it says, um, Las Vegas Sands, which owns the casino, did not immediately respond to requests for comment. The act, this is what they call the act, remains open for business, while distinct, a district judge considers its fate, but the fight over its future is exposed on an underlying reality in Vegas. While the city sells itself as a racy, no-holds-barred destination, there are limits. Now, this is actually a propaganda thing. It's more of, of a pro thing, actually. Uh, it's like a free ad for, for this particular uh, nightclub. And uh, this is nothing new in Las Vegas at all, in fact. Nothing, nothing new whatsoever. In Las Vegas, if you want children in Las Vegas, you'll get them. It's always been like that. 
If you go into Las Vegas, you'll see male and female prostitutes of all ages uh, coming up to your cars because there's so many that moved in there as the economy goes down the hill. And anything goes. Anything goes, folks. But it's an ad in reality. And as I say, too, when you've got a whole generation reared up in the adulthood now, watching music, television, and simulated sex, I mean, what's the big deal about this particular raunchy nightclub? Do you understand what I'm saying? Uh, so you've all been conditioned to the, for the new normals. You're always given new normals, you see. And as you get into new normals, it affects your behavior. That's the whole purpose of it. And you'll have problems in relationships. Uh, and you won't uh, mate up and team up. And therefore, you're at the mercy. Little old you is standing on your own when Big Brother talks down to you. There's no one to stand around you, no family. And remember, families have things in common. It's, that's with other families. That's why families would stand together. They had so many things in common, and they would stand up to government intrusion and so on and so on. Not anymore, folks. And again, it's not off the top of my head. I mean, these things were also written about by Bertrand Russell and H.G. Wells, who was a propagandist for the Royal Institute of International Affairs. So... Whatever happens in society is planned that way, including right down to your culture and the cultural revolutions and so on and so on and so on. It's all worked out by the big boys at the top. And you will follow it because you're not taught to be independent. You're not taught to use reasoning powers or logic at school. You're taught to parrot, actually. And, uh, and this is all by design as well. Now, You'll find as well, as we go down the tubes, in so many ways, because it was meant that we go down the tubes as we finish off the world for other peoples to dominate, uh, that uh, we'll go down the tubes, as I say. And going back to the Department of Defense's 90-page report from about 2008, I think, came out. It's in the archive section at cuttingthroughmedics.com. They actually have, uh, they projected the future, what's likely to happen and so on. But they mentioned the fact that uh, America, for instance, would break up into super cities. Not all super cities, so many of the cities would go under too. But in the, in the meantime, more and more folk would, would go into the crowded, already overcrowded main dingy cities that are falling apart. But that whole generation will die off by about 2050. They won't have children and so on. And, um, and they'll suddenly die off, uh, and, and there'll be lots of diseases breaking out, etc., etc., etc. That is the agenda, folks. But in the meantime, we've still got a job to do. That's pay lots of taxes and supply the, the bodies to go off and fight uh, the wars uh, for the elites and their plans uh, for, for their future and their offspring to go off into the future. And tonight, too, there's an article as well on about many emerging market mutual funds clobbered, meaning, meaning hammered, as the currencies plunge and interest rates rise. Now, you've, just, you've really got one group of people who run the money supply of the planet, and it's been that way for an awful long time. Everything's rigged. The stock markets have always been rigged, and uh, currency exchange rates have always been rigged as well. Everything's rigged by one, rigged by one elite group. And it's always been like that, for centuries actually, centuries. Anyone trying to get into those markets uh, simply is eliminated in, in any way possible, in every way as well. It's a very tightly controlled system, believe you me, has been for an awful long time. But they've gone about India and how uh, this is an up-and-coming country. We've poured through the GATT treaty that nobody wanted, general agreement trade and tariffs and trade. 
that was set up by the Royal Institute of International Affairs, private organisations, and the CFR, private organisation. They set that up, like they set up the G20, the Bank for International Settlements, private organisation, IMF, private organisation, World Bank, private organisation. They also set up these emerging economies, and we we pumped millions and millions of bucks into those countries. We even built hospitals for them. We're still building hospitals in China, even though it's raking in more cash than any other other country on the planet, I think, right now, because it's the only manufacturer. And it was planned to be the only manufacturer in the world, too, by those who already uh, own our countries. So I'll put this article up tonight about all the countries, too, the, uh, that are getting hammered. even mentions Turkey as well. Now, Turkey is going to get hammered even more because that's still on the list as well. And it can go either way. And there's many um, outside interests uh, looking at Turkey all the time to see how they're going to take it. But uh, it's just amazing, too, to watch all the money that you earn going off in taxes and being thrown abroad for either wars or even even uh, economic wars as well. Don't forget, economics is a war, and um, and uh, yet nothing at all back from it. You're you're just getting taken down the sewer, basically. That's where we're all going right now is down the sewer, and we have no say in any of this at all. As things get cut back and cut back, and and you've got inflation, the prices of basic food is skyrocketing. Has been for quite a long time now, and this is the plan for taking us all down as we finish off the last few countries that will not join the World Bank, that don't have a private central bank running their, their countries, and, uh, and that's all part of the plan as well. So we're, we're going to destroy those countries, bring in the same system for them, and standardize it across the whole planet as we all go down the tubes. Now also in the US too, it says San Bernardino now is uh, uh, filing for bankruptcy as well, and it gets the green light. So a federal bankruptcy judge Wednesday rejected an attempt to kick the city of San Bernardino, California out of the bankruptcy court. So now it's gone ahead. It's a ruling that could affect the nation's largest municipal bankruptcy case in Detroit and open the door to cuts to other public sector pension plans. You're all going to get plundered. Everything you thought was yours, and this wonderful system uh, is, is going to get stolen from you, folks. California Public Employees Retirement Systems, called CalPERS, had challenged the eligibility of the city to file for bankruptcy. The pension fund argued that the San Bernardino officials had not made a good-faith effort to reach an agreement with creditors before filing for bankruptcy 14 months ago. The question of good-faith negotiations, which is a requirement of bankruptcy law, is an argument that has also been made by city employee pension funds in Detroit. In San Bernardino, Judge Meredith Jury said it was in no one's interest, including the creditors, to kick the case out of bankruptcy court. It also says, too, if San Bernardino had been ruled ineligible for bankruptcy court, it would have opened the door for 10,000 creditors, including calipers, to sue them for the money that they're owed and possibly led to a dissolution of the city government. Back with more after this. Hi, folks, we're back cutting through the matrix and... Don't forget that control, mass control, control of the masses has always been so important for those in, in charge. And there's many ways, of course, of used in the past to keep people uh, behaving themselves in an authorized fashion by the state. 
and so on. But uh, the big push, of course, for an internet, etc. And, and not only that, maybe you think about anything that gives you the same data, 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 is standardizing all your thoughts across. So that's why you all, you all prattle about the same things. You have standardized news across the world. And you think you've been told the truth and you'll have conversations thinking you're in all nice conversations. You won't argue because you'll be given the same, the same data. Doesn't mean truth or facts, you're just data. Uh, and of course, that's the way the elite want it to be. So folk can't think for themselves. So question, in fact, they've had no reason to. They don't know they've been brought up in a world of mass control by rather nasty people. But, of course, this article here goes into mind control, basically, and uh, there's a, a couple of articles out on it, too, which is really acclimatizing you to the fact that, that it's coming, but in actual fact, it's already here. Uh, but it says, uh, it looks like Spock and Darth Vader may have come some competition in the mind control stakes. Researchers in the U.S. claim to have discovered the secret to mind control by creating the world's first ever human-to-human brain interface. Now, that's not true. Because if you go into the history of the computer brain interface, you'll find that they were doing this hardwired, mind you, uh, back in Tavistock, but definitely in Sweden as well. Sweden were using, was using prisoners back in the 1970s and hardwiring them right into computers to try to see if someone else could control them from a distance. But uh, this is a repetition thing to get used to the fact that it's here, you see. And it says, using electrical brain recordings in a form of magnetic stimulation, Rajesh Rayo sent a brain signal to Andrea Stockholm, another side of the Washington University campus, causing Stuka's finger to move on a keyboard. They can do a lot more than, than move your finger, folks. You can do an awful lot more. I've gone into the, the works of um, Persinger, for instance, Professor Persinger, who's worked with DARPA. And he's worked with the CIA and all the rest of the big boys. And he's up here in Canada, actually, working at university. He's his own floor to himself, and I'm sure he's, he's still into this. He actually says it would be great when we all live in the same field, this, this, this energy field of the, the, the net, and we'll all have each other's thoughts, etc., etc. And we'll feel the pain of others across the world. you probably feel the people in Gaza, for instance, when they get burned by phosphorus, things like that. But anyway... It says here that um, the feat builds on research in which electrical signals generated from one brain are translated by a computer into commands that can move a mechanical arm or a computer cursor, etc., etc. Now, getting back to Persinger, he really, really is, is an, an advocate of all this stuff. He, he worked with a Corbin helmet, remember, uh, that was used back in the 60s and 70s in Canada in some of the universities, where it could simulate, uh, if you put this helmet on your head, through electrical uh, magnetic um, uh, frequencies on the surface of your brain, it could actually give you experiences like LSD uh, or various other drugs as well. So you don't have to have directly uh, direct wiring into the brain anyway. And believe you me, that helmets that, that that's a carbon helmets has was way advanced today. Believe you me, with DARPA and the rest of them than ever was back then. But. Um, They've been into this for an awful long time. One day you'll be walking down the street and something will happen. Next thing you know, you'll be grabbed and accused of killing someone and you have no recollection of it even happening at all. What what an incredible tool it's going to be for the big boys because everything that's done and used in science always is done for military purposes initially. Always, always, folks. And that's generally where the funding comes from, from you, of course, through these organizations into creating this for military applications. And also, what a great method of getting rid of anybody uh, uh, who is putting out truth even down the road. 
as to disgrace them in some incredible way in the street or whatever. They'll have no recollection of what, what happens. And, and of course, it's so simple. It's an invisible technology, uh, and it's going to be so plausible when they put out their propagandas why this person went crazy in the street. Very, very simple stuff, folks. Remember, too, what Charles Galton Darwin said, the physicist and the, and the descendant of Charles Darwin, but he was a physicist who worked on the Manhattan Project, and he wrote the book uh, The Next Million Years, talking about the, the elite's right to go on, run the world, uh, into the future and how to to basically um, control the masses. He says we'll use hormone hormones on the males and so on and feminize them through their food and inoculations and so on. And and he went into different techniques of doing all of this stuff. And there you have it. I mean, uh, this was back in the 1950s. He wrote that book. Uh, that book was lauded by all the elites in the world, all the big organizations. And he said um, that it's the elite's right to go on into the future for themselves. He says, but we, the elite, must remain wild. He says, where we can control those down below, he said, we will remain uncontrolled. He says, we must be wild men because wild men are natural men. We'll be making decisions for survival, whereas the people down below will be unable to do that. He says, the state will be making all their decisions for them. It's worth reading the book, folks. Because these folks are not kidding, you know. And they have been doing what they said they'd do. Bertrand Russell talked about using, uh, putting the same kind of chemicals in, and to dumb you down as well, by the way, to attack the brain. And, and your food, and your water, it says, and even by the use of the needle, it's talking about vaccinations. These guys are not kidding. They, they all work with big international organizations of the ultra-elite. Now in Britain too, you'll find that as well degenerates into terrible language and all the rest of it. It's, it's, again, it's all from television and so on, uh, which is meant to, to degenerate you all. But it, but uh, you find that the cursing in, in the parliament now is just getting something else. I mean, uh, they're calling each other in, in the parliament. This is number 10 attacks, that's the prime minister. Uh, attacks Ed Miliband, who actually is a, is a diehard communist, after the Labour leader withdraws support for military intervention in Syria. And it says, Labour leader Ed Miliband has been labelled an effing uh, uh, C, and you can fill that in for yourselves, by the government source after his decision not to back David Cameron in today's vote on Syria. They're all, all acting like uh, the characters that they see on television and all the awful stuff that the BBC turns out to bend folks' minds. But, and it's all the way through government as well. And that's quite an example they set for the nation, isn't it? But we're, we're used to that in our everyday talk now in our speech and, and street speech. That's where you got it all from, it's television, folks. But imagine calling people like that. This isn't Parliament. And of course no one loses their job over that or anything else either. Now, Japan as well, who have reasons to look into the future, I've gone into the fact that the seed banks, of course, are set up for the lead to go into the future as we die off. But also they have what they call um, ARCs. And uh, one of them is in Louisiana, actually, and a professor did a documentary on it. She's in charge of this whole big estate where they've been freeze-drying sperm and ovum of all kinds of animals for many, many years. She said it's one of three that they have, the elite have. 
and they can successfully uh, implant these in vitro and so on, not just into the, 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 the proper animals, but they can actually bring, you know, make, make uh, uh, and actually had a wild cat, I think, born out of a domestic cat, so they can use anything as a host. So they're really looking forward to the future after they've wiped everything off and they can repopulate the earth with everything too, for themselves that is. But in Japan, now that they've really had to look into the fact that so many of them are, going to, are dying off actually with cancers because of Fukushima, and um, they're now freeze-drying animal sperms and, and put them in sperm banks for animals as well. Japan scientists launch a freeze-dry animal sperm bank. I'll put that up to Tonight as well And then of course the crooks that never get touched Except they get, they get rewarded for, for pre-planned uh, heists you might say Fannie Mae, Freddie Mac are delaying the write-offs of delinquent mortgages A government report raises questions on how Fannie and Freddie account for future losses Mandated changes once in effect could eat into their profits as the housing market recovers the FHFA said more than a year ago that Fannie Mae and Freddie Mac needed to change their accounting procedures to conform with the way banks write off mortgages that are more than 180 days delinquent. And of course they're not doing it too because there's a lot of scams involved still. You understand we're run by technically criminals. Uh, but they are criminals actually. But they don't see themselves as criminals. They, they see that as a right to run the world. The big boys at the top. Because after all, they're the richest folk on the planet that run the world. Which means they're more evolved than all the rest of us, you see. They're the ones who take chances. We're the dumbos that die off because we don't take chances, they say. They have a thousand reasons to justify what they do. From Hamish myself from Ontario, Canada, it's good night to me, your God, or your gods go with you. <laughs>